0: This is Bobby Guy with the 10 Minute Health BizCast. This is album one, track six. With us today is Ryan Birdman Parrott, the CEO and founder of Sons of the Flag, which is a burn care nonprofit focused on providing support and fixing health care gaps for burn victims. Ryan's a Navy SEAL who enlisted after 9-11 and then served three tours in Iraq. Sons of the Flag is named after a toast that was made popular in the First and Second World Wars. And Ryan founded the company in 2011 after perceiving that burn care was falling behind the advances in prosthetics for those who'd lost limbs in the wars. The company's mission is to revolutionize burn care for veterans, first responders, and their families. And Ryan, as, as the son of a retired Army colonel, Ranger Airborne, I'm happy to be here talking to you today. And I keep saying Ryan, but should I be using your call sign Birdman? <laughs> well, I'm honored to be here and uh, just absolutely grateful to get a
1: platform to tell our story. Uh, Birdman, everybody calls me Birdman. It's kind of the go-to thing. Um, I've always been a nicknamed guy. I don't know why. But growing up in Detroit, I was a pond rocket parrot because I was super fast on the ice, but I couldn't do anything with my stick or the puck, and it just completely proceeded from there. But yeah, I enjoy Birdman. It was uh, given to me by the Seal Team,
0: so I'm quite proud of it. And you know, that's
1: what I lived through. Very cool.
0: So tell us about the gaps in burn care that motivated you to start Sons of the Flag.
1: Sure. It, you know, this is the best part of the the conversation is to really discuss why we are here. Um, because I think everybody gets so excited about let's help a veteran, a first responder, somebody in need. Um, and where does that spark come from? So for us, it was quite simple. I was sitting in a room in 2011 with a couple of veterans, all different branches, ranks, um, military units, just having a roundtable and making fun of each other like we do. And <clears throat> one particular individual was an Army Ranger captain on his first deployment to Afghanistan who was hit by a roadside bomb. And he has complete disfigurement. He was burned severely. And the, the unique thing about that was I've never seen an injury like that. I've been on the battlefield. We've seen all different types of injuries from blast wounds, missing legs or amputation to gunshot wounds. But a burn was so unique because we've been burned. But when you get burned at a high level, it just looks like a sunburn. And that's not something we're focused on right out of the gate. We're focused on life-saving treatment out there in the field. So months after everything heals, supposedly heals, the disfigurement comes in. And so it was so unique to me to see this. So I asked him point blank, hey, what are they doing for you guys today with your burns? And he said, brother, I've had three dozen surgeries at this point. This is as good as it gets for me. And that's how Sons of the Flag was born.
0: Wow. So... What are the changes to burn care that can significantly improve victims' lives? As you look at it,
1: you know. So, the question always came to us when we met a patient was, "Where do I go next?" Each one of our patients has a battery of surgeries, and they didn't have that answer. There was no roadmap. So that was our first uh, look: was what do we do? How do we answer this question? So we traveled the country, uh, going to different burn units, finding out what the roadmap looks like, and. The key right now is to find reconstructive burn surgeons that love their job and the mission to help burn survivors, and then put them on our team, so we can all work together cohesively. That is the biggest thing for the cheapest amount of funding: is to find these unique, what we call uh, tier one doctors, and partner them up on a team. Doesn't matter what doctor or what hospital they're from, um, and then help and then have them all execute on a surgery um, for that patient. So you're getting, you know, if you get cancer, you want to find the top clinic to go to, this is what we're providing for burn care. So I think that's number one.
0: When you think about a burn care doctor like that, you call them a tier one burn care doctor. Is there a shortage of that across the country? It's a great question. So right
1: now in the United States, there are about 300 accredited burn surgeons nationwide. And I say accredited, there's actually not a national accreditation for burn reconstructive care. However, these burn surgeons have worked under either plastic or uh, general burns, uh, general surgeons to become burn surgeons. So they have studied it and had performed it. So they are actually in, they are trained with a fellowship. And so when you have three hundred burn surgeons nationwide, and you have over four hundred eighty thousand people that get burned every year in the USA, you're going to a doctor that doesn't have any training, more than likely. Wow. So that's a big program that we actually. Um, help with is we hire doctors in their residency to become burn surgeons, so we fellowship or scholarship a doctor. And I like to make the joke, I'm a high school graduate who hires doctors for a living, so I feel pretty good about myself.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Right on. I'm really surprised that the number is that small for people who are highly trained in handling uh, burn issues. What's causing that in the U.S.?
1: It's easy to get into plastic surgery right after your, when you get your doctorate and you are officially trained, um, and then go recoup the money that you've paid for all your schooling. Go into private practice, make a lot of money doing simple procedures. Whereas a burn surgeon, you're going to be the doctor of that patient for the rest of that patient's life. It's not as rewarding if you look at it short term because it's about the longevity, and there's not as much money in it. The other problem is there's not a burn unit in every state. So when you try to find a doctor, they may have to relocate after their residency um, just to get a job. And some people don't want to do that. The other part of it is there's not a there's not a specific group that's motivating doctors to want to go in the burn route. We're trying to be the motivators and uh, the storytellers and ambassadors for burns.
0: What can we do to get more changes implemented in the country around burn care?
1: Well, there's a great question here. it's a couple uh Low-hanging fruit, we are. We have created a task force around the country. It's local boots on the ground. Right now, 100% of our task force are volunteer. They're all active-duty firefighters. Some have joint service served in the military before. as a Sons of the Flag rep or ambassador to make sure that when somebody gets hurt, we can action what we need to for that family. Uh, right now, we're located in 30 states. We're getting ready to open our 31st state. Uh, But we need to get all all 50 states so we can start spreading awareness that we exist. There are very few burn charities in this country, and we've made a a big, big um, attack on burns, but we're small. There's a major shortage of people volunteering for burn units, specifically because they don't know that they need help. The primary thing to fund would be a Center for Excellence for Burn Care. Um, Research and development is critical. There's just not enough R&D going on in this country because Burn Care is not getting much funding, Um, And it seems to always take a side seat to other things that might be more innovative or exciting for a hospital to want to push out the door publicly. So the idea would be going out to raise capital to put a center for excellence uh, together that we just hire scientists that work in labs and study all the products, the procedures that are currently going on around not just the U.S. but the world, and then going and finding the doctors and bringing some of our doctors in that are retired from surgery to film every word they have, to soak every piece of knowledge up that they have, and really make this a center for excellence to find Hmm. out some cures that would work for burn care. Park this establishment in Washington, D.C., and then take all the knowledge we have and continue to lobby Congress towards getting everything approved and then making burn care a lot more easy on the patient and better for their life.
0: Where are you guys in the process right now? So
1: right now we've uh, definitely, when we started Sons of the Flag, I think we raised $60 our first year. So we were turning and burning right out of the gate. Uh, But we've stair-stepped this. You know, it's been interesting. Uh, We started out with our two main programs, one being the doctor program or fellowship where we hire doctors. And then our most critical program, which is Mission Reconstruct Freedom. And that's specific to, you're a patient, you call on Sons of the Flag, you can go right to our website, sonsoftheflag.org and fill out your nine line application. And then we start the process where you will Skype the tier one doctors that I talked about earlier. Doctors will come up with a game plan and then we'll fly you to Tampa, Florida where they will execute on your surgery. Um, and it can be a, a high level surgery to a small laser treatment, whatever it may be. They come up with the, uh, the choices with you and then we fund it. And we just hopefully you uh, leave the hospital feeling better um, and more active and that's our goal is let's get you functional first and then we can work on all the other things like cosmetics and the mental side after we show you that you have
0: improvement. And then on your other programs that you're looking at at building out then, sort of excellence on National Burn Center, scholarships for doctors, talked a little bit more about all of these other pieces that you're putting together.
1: Ultimately right now we have the doctors in place. <clears throat> We've been very blessed to bringing some of the most amazing doctors this country has to offer. Uh, We have the infrastructure in place. We have plenty of friends in Congress that believe in our mission. Um, And right now, it's just a matter of proving our point, hiring enough doctors to really seed what they need. See, right now, we fund 25% of the burn surgeons in in the country. And this year, we'll be Mm. funding 50% of the burn surgeons in the country. So once we capture the mold where we're the go-to for a burn fellowship to become a burn surgeon, uh, which in the next two to three years, I I would assume that we will fund 100% of the burn surgeons. That's when I think it's a good time to start talking to companies, corporations about investing in a future burn care and putting this establishment together. Um, there's no shortage of scientists, uh, but a lot of these scientists don't know anything about burn care, have never been nudged in that direction. And the biggest problem I foresee right now is we have all our burn surgeons are over the age of, I'd say, 50. So at a point in time in the next 10 years, we're going to have a mass exodus of burn surgeons, all our talent. Now, where does that knowledge go? And are we putting enough burn surgeons into the mix that are young, hungry, innovative to want to carry their legacy
0: on? I hear a significant opportunity for a group of young doctors to lead in, um, in national burn care and I also hear about a specialty that's underserved where there's an opportunity, there's a big job opportunity probably for in healthcare where there could be significant change over the next 10 to 20 years.
1: That's what we believe. And we like being, see, we call ourselves a very niche organization. We focus solely on burns, nothing more. We like niche. The smaller the aim for the target, the easier we're going to actually make massive impact in that target. We're on pause right now as an organization. Um, the reason being, that everything in America, everything that we do at Sons of the Flag is elective surgery. And so right now with the pandemic, every every elective surgery has been shut down. So we've had to postpone our surgeries, um, defer them. And we've talked to every one of our patients. But the problem is some of them are in mid-surgery, meaning that they have a series of two or three surgeries and they're at the midpoint. They need to get this stuff done. Otherwise, it could go backwards for them.
0: So for more information on Sons of the Flag, I think you said it earlier, it's at sonsoftheflag.org. That's right. This has been the 10-Minute Health BizCast, broadcasting from Nashville, Tennessee. Thanks very much for joining us.